Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon. It is yet another exciting edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Fuck all y'all yay well i'm just glad you guys can hear me i've been having intermediate problems with my microphone lately sometimes when i go to use any audio program and it's not a specific one i'll go to use it and it just doesn't hook up i think that's what the issues we have with podcasts occasionally because i had the Wait, same issue hold- while while when i was recording a uh, a video for youtube earlier i had to do it several times because the first time like it just didn't my microphone just didn't register now what type of problem did you say you had uh, I said, you know, you notice occasionally when, when I start the podcast and, you know, you, you no, no, hear... the, the actual word, did you say you had intermediate problems? Uh, inter, uh, the word is intermittent, intermittent, God Thank damn you. it. Well, okay. Hey, it's a new word for today. Intermittent. Yeah. I've been having intermittent problems with it. So I think it might have something to do with my thing. Oh, happy White Claw Day, apparently. It, it, it is actually 420 day, so I'm going to be trying to actually smoke as much pot as I possibly can during the show today. So I'm sure it's going to go well. <laughs> You're already enough of a mealy mouse son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. Maybe, maybe it'll actually help. Maybe I'll be so stoned that it'll, uh, it'll make me concentrate. And it'll make me clear and able to speak. Probably not, though. Yeah, you already fucked up intermediate. <laughs> maybe that's what i meant to say you don't know you don't know me that is what you said dummy <laughs> the real word is intermittent that's what i'm saying maybe i meant to say intermediate oh, jesus christ for their medium side their medium problems i'm having okay no <laughs> no okay uh anyways man how did your day go i realized it was back to work for you it was so i was on a call up until about 10 minutes ago so i'm, I'm glad i even made it Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. We wouldn't want to try to do it by myself. That would, wouldn't go well at all. Um, no, everyone well, would see. revolt and burn this app down. Yes, most likely. Uh, let me check the old thing for uh, what kind of topics we've got for tonight. Where's my new uh, note program on the good old phone? Because as we all know, the old one didn't work for the shit. Uh, where are you on here? Stuff on my phone just seems to move around occasionally. Like I'm. So while sure. you're looking for that, do uh-huh. do you only have one door in your entire house? No, I have many doors in my entire house. Uh, multiple doors. I, uh, what uh, Dalton is referring to is I posted a video on the uh, OG a little while ago about a food delivery I got. Uh, Diner Dash uh, delivered food for me. And on my instructions, it said to leave it on the table on the porch. There's a little table on, on our front porch right next to the front door. He left it directly in front of the door including the drink so so you it was impossible to open the door without spilling the drink not impossible all what i all i ended up doing was just nudging it very slowly until i could reach down and snake my arm around and grab the drink but i thought it was amusing that that's where the guy decided to leave it he thought like oh that's a good spot so i posted it on the og so of course everyone's uh, you know uh making jokes about the fact that i can't get out of my house now um, but that's not what he meant. I just thought it was funny that that, that, that was that guy's decision-making process for him to go, yep, right there. Yeah, but then your decision-making process was, hey, I have to put this on YouTube. 
And then even after the YouTube video, it was, hey, I need to sit here and keep slowly nudging this thing and hoping my drink doesn't tip over so I can snake my arm out as opposed to walking out of another fucking door in your house and grabbing food. Well, yeah, that was on the, uh, that one was far away. <laughs> it's just Jesus easier to do Christ. You know what? I think I might have accidentally erased my note uh, thing. <laughs> I, I was cleaning out my uh, uh, phone earlier today because the it's getting full. And uh, God, is it maybe under a different name? I think I erased my note program. God damn it, dude. I really am the dumbest person in the world. I, well, I'm glad I, you're coming around to the way that the rest of us feel. I mean, I mean, shit, really? I, I, I just downloaded it yesterday because we knew that, you know, I have trouble with, with my old note program. And I swear to God, it's fucking gone now. God damn guess it. And you guess what was, you know, what was on my new note program? My fucking notes. I don't have no clue what we're going to talk about now. I can't remember fucking 10 minutes ago, much less what I wrote down over the course of the day. We're fucking doomed, dude. We're just doomed. There's going to be no show today. Jesus <sighs> Christ, you are pathetic. So on this on this order that you made, how much did you tip the guy? Uh, let's see. Do, 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 I believe eight dollars. Oh, like like the the uh, diner dashes. They give you set things. Like for on this one, like the lowest one you could do was four dollars, and then I think it was like six dollars was the second one, eight dollars the third one, or you could do a custom tip. And since it was like a um, Twenty, almost, a, almost about a thirty dollars order after taxes and stuff like that. I tipped him eight bucks on it. I thought I thought that was about right. Yeah, I guess that's not too offensive. I would have figured yeah. you tipped him like three dollars, and he was like, "Hey, fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I do, I do think it's funny in those type of uh, services. You have to, uh, for the most part, you have to tip them before you get your shit. I mean, there are, there are one or two things. Uh, I believe a couple of grocery services where you pick the tip afterwards. But for the most part, you pick how much you're going to tip the guy before they even get there. So it's it's not so much, uh, uh, you know, tip uh, to ensure a proper service. It's to ensure it fucking gets there, I guess. <laughs> well, you know why you have to do that, right? What What's that? Like, that's part of how they pick which deliveries they're going to take. They can see how much you're getting tipped prior. So if you tip more, you're probably going to get better service and you're going to get your food quicker. Oh, well, there you go. I always just tip because I know it's you know where they get the majority of their money and I don't feel like being the guy that shorts somebody just trying to make a living. Um, now, tipping itself is a completely different conversation. I can understand why some people are not a big fan of it, but that's the way the service industry is built. Um, if you don't want to give people tips, you need to go places where they don't have tips as part of the wait staff's uh, pay. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's not fair because you know uh, that always kind of irked me because I know lots of people in the service industry. It always kind of irked me when um, someone would you know not tip really cheap or not, or not tip at all because they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to pay extra. Da, 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 you know, like, well, yeah, you just you're just you're not screwing over the the restaurant at all. You're just screwing over over the server. Yeah, but there's also, it just is the piece that, like, yeah, our service industry is kind of fucked to begin with. That they just throw it all on all of the server staff and pay them three bucks an hour and expect the patrons to make up for it. It's a little fucked. Yeah. Hey, we're getting, hey, uh, chat box. Oh, by the way, hey, OG chat box. I forgot to say hi when uh, we started. Are you guys guys hearing weird noises? I don't know if it's on my side or if it's on... uh, Dalton side, or if possibly I'm losing my mind. Well, you are pretty fucking out there today. You're probably hearing colors right now. 
<laughs> okay, because I thought I was hearing kind of like oh, not a staticky, just a weird like, there like that, or maybe that's you breathing into the mic. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. No, it's definitely not it. Huh? Weird. No, I don't hear it when it, when uh, I don't hear it when you're not talking. So I think yeah, oh whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyways, if if, if the people in the chat box don't hear it, that's the important part. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I just wanted to make sure I, I was giving everyone the uh, best experience uh, I possibly could for the show. Uh, let's see. So looking at my notes, I don't have any. Uh, what do you want to talk about today, boss? Jesus, you have all day to come up with this shit. I had all I kinds work. of notes. It's erased. And sure you it's did. Gone. It's gone. Sure you did. Your, you your dog ate your homework. Uh, yeah, okay, well, well, we, well, we can talk about the easy one, uh, pot, since it is the ultimate 420 day. So when did you realize that you have an addiction and you should probably ease up? Um, 1996, uh, probably. And you haven't eased up? No. Um, you probably the what you probably consider the opposite of eased up, to be totally honest with you. Um, but you know. so, how, so how much do you spend on this per month? Uh, being completely honest, about two hundred bucks. So you're unemployed, and you're spending two hundred bucks a month on weed. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's fifty dollars a week. Uh, that's probably about the average person's uh, who drinks uh, what they probably spend on drinking. No. So yeah, yeah, it's and you're right. Yeah, it is kind of an expensive habit, but I consider it also partially therapeutic. It's not just recreational for me. I uh, I have anxiety and other issues. No, if you're doing it all day, every day, that's not for anxiety. That's because you're an addict. Right. Yeah. Oh, and and obviously that that uh, two hundred dollars a month go, goes way down when I'm back to work. <laughs> so sure, under or, under nor well, yeah, because I because I I can't sit around all day. I'm at work. Uh, I'm at work. So so when you're actually work, making, so when you're actually having a paycheck come in, you have less expense. Yes. Is the well, and it's not that were surprising. <sighs> Jesus Christ, you and finances are just a fucking wreck. Oh yeah. Well, I can't really argue with you on that. Uh, you know, but I pay my bills. <clears throat> yeah, you're supposed to. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone says everyone says I'm so ir- irresponsible, but I don't suppose oh, you Jesus hear that. Christ. Yeah, you're not all that responsible there, Jay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe possibly not. So you got your white claw ready, dude? I'm about halfway into one. Oh, we, we we missed the opening. Hopefully, you guys can't hear that too bad. That's the sound of my. Uh, uh, we missed the opening. You fucking talked about it. No, Jesus the op- shit. <sighs> okay. Anyways, can you guys hear that? Uh, that is the sound of my butane torch. Yeah, we're we're high tech over here. I'm currently what I'm currently doing is using a butane torch to uh, heat up a titanium. It's uh, it's called a titanium nail. It's basically just a piece of titanium shaped. Uh, 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 almost like a nail with a with, with the head of it being a bowl instead of flat. And now that it's all really hot and like about to burn me, uh, I'm going to take the torch away, put a piece of glass over the uh, nail, which is inside of what looks like to be a bong, and take a hit of some wax. So here we go. Okay. Torch Jesus Christ, you fucking crackhead! And we're putting the 
dome over the nail. We're taking the pre-prepared wax on the tip of the tool and put touching it to the nail. Fuck you, Jay. There you go. And that's what it sounds like to hit do a hit of wax. My my wax rig looks like a little tiny bomb. It's got a little it's got a little bit of water at the bottom of it, basically to take the harshness out of it. Um but it's uh, way smaller than a, but it's way smaller than a uh, bong for like weed would be or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, dude, we get the fucking point, all right? Fuck you, Jay. Uh, so happy four twenty days, uh, four twenty day, everybody. So it's just a normal <laughs> Monday for you, by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I need to drink a water. That's, that's it. Well, it's a lot better on your uh, lungs than weed because you're not hitting it as much. But an individual hit is kind of harsher than like a, a hit of weed is because it's a lot stronger. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably not in the position that you want to be damaging your lungs anyway. That is true. Being yeah. You're already missing organs. Well, that's one of the reasons why I prefer uh, to do wax over hidden joints now, even though that's a traditional stoner thing to smoke. <coughs> You're still smoking though and coughing up lungs. Like that's that's an issue, sir. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Anyways, we're creeping up on May first where I'm supposed to be getting fit. Um I know you've been talking about uh, setting up the routine for it. The thing that I think I'm going to have a harder problem with is sticking with the uh diet advice that you're gonna give me. Well, you're just gonna have to suck it up and do it. No, well not it's not even so much that I th- uh, for me, uh, I don't enjoy food the way a lot of people do. I don't, uh, it, to me, it's not like one of my, uh, comfort zone things. So it's a lot easier for me to think of food as fuel. So, um, when I'm, when I, when I was like working out hardcore, it was pretty easy for me to eat healthy because I, I thought like that. My biggest issue is going to be eating anywhere near enough. Well, then again, you just said you think about it as fuel. Think about it as fuel. Like, I'm not right. going to be giving you super, like, great things to eat that you're going to look forward to the taste. No, you're going to be eating so you can work out. Right. I can understand it. Well, sorry. I had to uh, go let the dog out right quick while you were talking. Um, <laughs> uh, but, no, well, it's just that I, when I said I think a fuel is food, a few, excuse me, food is fuel, that means that I don't really care if it's not super enjoyable to eat. But as soon as I'm not hungry anymore, I stop eating because it's not enjoyable to eat. So while it's easy for me to sustain myself on healthy food, it's really hard for me to like gain weight and mass eating healthy food because it's hard for me to push myself past to eat uh, to eat past the point where I'm not hungry anymore. So that's when you just suck it up like a big boy and and do what you're supposed to do. Right, and it's easy to say that. Uh, and I assume you being a power lifter, you've, been, you've put yourself in a position where you are eating when you don't want to. I've done both. Like, I've had to bulk and eat when I don't want to. I've had to lose ridiculous amounts of weight to, to hit weight for, for wrestling or a fight. Like, you just, you just do what you need to do. Yeah, and yeah, that's what's going to happen. But but like I said, I think that's going to be the least uh, uh, fun part of it for me. Is the excuse me, I'm getting burpy. Is the forcing myself to eat part because it's just not my thing. Um, 
And I also well, have I, I old and, and another part of it is I've got a weird phobia about fat. I, I can't, you know, I've been skinny my entire life, and that's what actually motivated me to start working out finally when I was around forty. I looked down and like, you know, being skinny my whole life, I was surprised to fat find that I had a little pot belly going. You know, um, I look quite like a straw of a jelly bean stuck in the middle of it. And that was unacceptable. I was like, man, I've been skinny my entire fucking life. Now I have to be fat too. That's no, <laughs> no, that's, and that's when I started working out and doing all the cardio stuff and, you know, and trying to get, get rid of all the fat. Um, and while, while I've eased off on that a little bit, I still, it's really hard for me to, uh, gain weight, especially when like the, the midsection starts getting soft and stuff. Cause you're adding extra calories trying to bulk up. Yeah. I, it's just unacceptable. One of the grossest things to me is a big fat stomach. Yeah. You're such a fucking mental case. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but I mean, but I, it, it, does that make sense to you? I mean, uh, the one thing I've always had for me was, it was, I wasn't fat. So looking down and finding out that I was fat was kind of a freak out. Like, and that's what motivated me to do my workout. I tell people it was a midlife crisis because I went out and bought the closest thing to a sports car I could get and started working out and went on dating sites and things like that. But it, mostly it was the, being un, being unhappy with the uh, little pot belly thing, which is now back since, since I've been, you know, unable to work out for so long. Yeah. You, you're a bat shit crazy. <laughs> Dude, everyone's crazy. Everyone's just crazy in a different way. No, but you're like legit bat shit crazy. Well, dude, there is there is no such thing as normal. Normal is, is an illusion. Um, everyone is crazy in their own fucking way. Some people's crazy just doesn't show. That's all. You're totally going hippie right now. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, what about rapping, dude? <laughs> so you're still bad at rapping. Um, the interesting thing, so you did country grammar today. Yeah, that was and hard. And like, you almost sounded like you had a little bit of rhythm for about like eight seconds, and then it just went to shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of those songs where I think that if I practiced it over and over again, there's parts that, that I don't think I could do it. See, it's just too fast and too much rhythm, you know, too much too different of a cadence than what my white mind can wrap itself around. But big parts of that song, I think if I practiced it a whole bunch, I could at least do passively. Uh, you are right. I have heard that song, not not a whole bunch of times, but I, you know, I've heard it in the background. So when it started going, I'm like, oh, this song, this that's the name of this song? What the fuck does country grammar go? Okay, whatever, let's go with it. <laughs> so, but I, by the way, I feel like you set me up on that one. Uh, because uh, Boy, were they trying to get me to say the N word. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I just figured it was a ridiculously easy song to do, so maybe you wouldn't fuck it up. Yeah, well, look, it did better. It, it, honestly enough, I think it almost went better than the stupid ICP song, even though the I, stupid ICP song is obviously way easier to sing. Just because the, uh, you said that was Nelly? Yeah. Yeah, the Nelly song had actual rhythm. You know, uh, ICP songs don't really have rhythm. <laughs> you just well, have, yeah, you, that's. You, you just have to know, for you. Yeah, you just have to know how they sang it if you want to sing it right. Because with, with that Nelly song, uh, you could you could actually you know I could hear the backbeat. I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, okay, it it almost has to go like this. He changed it up a whole bunch of times too, and that's where I fucked up real bad. But he did go use the same cadence for a fairly long period. And that's I assume the parts parts you're talking about where I uh, didn't fuck it up as bad. Well, I mean, your only real thing here is we just know that you're part of the ICP fan club now. 
<laughs> no, not really. Uh, I won't be like I said. I won't be doing any more of their uh, songs. I don't think they're amazing. And don't say. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're horrible. They do have talent. People get rag on them more uh, more than they should. Uh, I don't think they're amazing artists or nothing. But uh, you can't have be no talent hacks and got as far as they have. Uh, they just picked a weird fucking way to do it. <laughs> no, absolutely, they can be no talent hacks. What they what they did is they started a cult. And that cult listens to them. So you think like, oh, God, way back in the 80s, that was their plan. They're like, okay, we're going to start a cult. Absolutely. They started with face paint and having a name for their type of fans. Like, absolutely. They started this out with the intention of being a cult. No, I'm sure they didn't. For one thing, they didn't start off being called the Insane Clown Posse. They started off being called the Inner City Posse. But they found quickly that calling themselves something that sounds like a actual gang uh, attracts the attention of actual gangsters, which turned out to be a really bad idea. So <laughs> there was a name change to the Insane Clown Posse, which couldn't possibly be mistaken for a real gang. Well, so they thought. Um <laughs> And once they did that, that's when they started to do into the like uh, the themes, the theme things where they were like uh, insane clowns working for a dark carnival and yada yada. yada. And the all their and all, creating a cult, right? Well, and, well, and it seems like you fell hook, line, and sinker because you know the entire history of the ICP. Well, of course, I know the entire I, vice president. Of course, I know the entire history of, history of ICP. Uh, I I live in the Detroit area. I know local, lots of local bands. I've met them at least a half a dozen times, although I imagine they probably don't remember who I am. Um, so, yeah, I know I know quite a bit about their history. It'd be weird if I didn't, to be honest with you. Yeah, no. No? <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to hit my joint, which I rolled up just for this because I didn't think it'd be appropriate to be hitting the uh, uh, wax over and over again. Not only does it make me cough, but I assume that the... Uh, Butane torch would be too loud and annoying to be going off constantly. Jesus Christ. You're a fucking train wreck. You're worse than Grad on German beer. (laughs) I think he was on Dutch beer. (laughs) Swedish, whatever. Or from Holland or whatever the fuck it was from. Isn't Holland Dutch or, or is that? No, that's the Netherlands, isn't it? I always get kind of confused with all the Scandinavian countries, to be honest with you. I don't know. All I know is, like, she wasn't like black, black. <laughs> well, technically, he was right. <laughs> uh, that was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, uh, if you guys missed it yesterday, uh, we had quite a few callers. Uh, Grad called in, who might have had one or two more than he needed to before he called in, or possibly. Uh, not enough because it was an awesome fucking call. <laughs> uh, Tender called in, uh, and we, the three of us, the four of us, just sat here and shot the shit for probably about half the show at least. It was a good time. <laughs> Which with Tenor, he again just completely fucked your throat in OG karaoke again today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, tell everybody all about it. So basically, you're all for three. We'll just put it there. Did we expect anything less, to be honest with you? Come on. I was hoping maybe you could pull off an upset one of these goddamn days. Well, I might be able to pull off an upset. You going to let me pick my song again? I got one no, of mine. You're going to pick something not... terrible. Nope. It's, it's, it's probably considered a classic, uh, and it's not ICP. 
All right, you try it. Let's see what let's see what this happens. Okay. If you fuck up, I'm gonna give you something like actually difficult the next day. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, this is one of like four legitimate rap songs I have on my uh, playlist. So I'm hoping I can be, do this one. I will admit I have heard this one a bazillion times. It's faster than I think I can do, but it's also the the whitest black guy song ever. So I I, I have high hopes, or at least relatively speaking. <laughs> That sounds terrible already. Oh, well, it, 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 and there are people, it is not Eminem. It is an actual black guy, and it, it's, uh, I want to say, probably 80s rap. Oh, so, Jesus. Uh, uh-huh. So that's, so that's what, that you guys might not like it because it might be too early for you. Or we just won't like it because it's you. Probably both, yeah. Oh no no no! Forrest didn't didn't uh, Forrest is saying big butts. No, that's a really good one though. I wish I would have thought of that, about that. It is not Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> oh, but that's on the list now. Thanks, Forrest. <laughs> I would love to do fucking. For- no, I've already got it picked out for tomorrow. But it, later on, if I get if I ever get another chance after tomorrow, I might go for a baby got back. You just pick all the easy ones. Like you should be, you know, you should be pushing yourself. Well, I mean, you know, baby steps, man. You got to walk before you run, man. You know, I realized the the comedic value of me uh, failing failing miserably, but it would be amusing too if I've gradually made progress, right? I mean, I'm going to be bad no matter what the song is, it, it, but it, if it's so hard that I'm just sitting there looking at the string, screen going, uh, most of the time, well, then, you know, that's not funny at all. Uh, got to make it easy enough for me to at least try and fail. I guess that's the way to put it. <laughs> Well, that's kind of the story of your life is you try and then you fail. Well, yeah. And people ask me why I don't try. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, you know, and there is some truth to that, too. Uh, you know, I in my life, uh, I found lots of times that I tried to do stuff and failed and fucked it up. And a lot of times when I try, I try to do something and fail and fuck it up, it makes it worse than if I hadn't tried to do it. So for lots of things, uh I don't fucking try anymore because <laughs> people are like, oh, why don't you try? You're just lazy. I'm like, well, yeah, I am lazy, but that's not the issue here. While I, while I'm lazy, I also don't like spending money that I don't have to. So if I thought I reasonably had a chance to take care of whatever this task is without fucking it up, uh, like plumbing is a good issue. Uh, we have a bidet uh, that uh, has a leak in it, uh, so we're not using it right now. And I think I could probably do it, but every time I've ever fucked with plumbing, plumbing stuff, I end up having to turn the water off and call somebody over to do it. Because so after like three or four attempts like that, eventually you're like, you know, maybe I'll just let someone who knows what they're doing fuck with it, rather than me fuck it up and have have someone else work harder. The fact that you're trying to rationalize your laziness this hard is ridiculous. Like you're showing more effort in trying to rationalize the fact that you're lazy than being lazy in the first place. Well, it takes a lot of effort to be lazy. Jesus <laughs> fuck. And if you uh, cannot fix a goddamn bidet without help, like you should probably just turn it in. Like those things aren't difficult. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I guess it would probably help if I had tools, but I don't really have, uh, I got like a screwdriver and a hammer and, and a measuring tape. Um, and like a, another screwdriver. Um, and that's about it. So really. you have a goddamn Wookiee suit and you don't have like a proper set of tools. Well, the Wookiee suit did not come with tools. That bandolier is just like cheap plastic and shit. There was nothing in it. I'm just comparing here. So like as a man, you have a fucking Wookiee suit, but you don't have a set of tools. 
technically it's not a fucking wookie suit uh unless i took some scissors to certain areas jesus christ jay <laughs> anyways yeah uh normally this would be the point where i switch topics but i don't fucking have any goddamn topics oh, how hard so- is it like what's going on in the world today hey oil prices went into negative territory for the first time ever well, there you go. See, I mean, that, see that—that's that's all I need you for, Ryan. Just set me off. Uh, it's fucking crazy. Last, it might even be lower now. Last week, there was a gas station about a uh, block, maybe two blocks away from me, where they're selling gas for a dollar fifteen. This is weird because uh, I know while I realized gas prices have dropped a lot, the gas station across the street was selling gas for a dollar forty-five. I have no clue why there was so big of a difference between these two different gas stations. Things to make note of uh, that might give us answers to this uh, mystery. The cheap gas station that was selling gas for one fifteen would not open up the inside part. It was a much smaller gas station, but it still had like, you know, they sold cigarettes and pop and things like that. I think old school mom and dad gas station. Uh, the only way you could get gas from them was through the pumps with your credit card. They weren't taking cash or they weren't letting people inside. The other one, uh, gas station that was selling gas for a dollar 45 was a national mobile chain. You, which you've seen big store, you go inside, it's got a whole bunch of shitload of that, uh, shitload of stuff like that. I have no clue why they were such a big price difference though. You would think, uh, the, the place that was, wasn't letting people inside would want more for their gas because they weren't able to sell any of their pop and cigarettes and such. Yeah, so back to the fact that oil prices went into negative territory for the first time ever in history. I don't know what that means. I mean, I realized what oil prices mean. I, I didn't realize they could go in negative. I thought there was, you mean below zero? Yeah, below zero. So that Like means literally it- right now, well, I don't know where the market is like this very second, but at least a good chunk of today, like they essentially were paying people to take oil barrels of oil oh oil okay i okay I, i'm sorry i lost uh, i misunderstood the conversation to start with i thought you were talking about oil stocks not actual oil prices of barrels wow um just because they don't want us to be because it because it's so hard to stop production after a certain point is that why it's because they had it's supply and demand right like they have this gigantic supply no one's really using it right now and the cost to increase storage is more than the, at one point it was negative $37 and 63 cents a barrel. So you could essentially buy a bunch of barrels of oil and get paid for it. Hmm. So, so my question was, I guess the, the, the issue they're having is they can't just stop production because their storage is full. Basically. Yeah. That's the thing. They have more on hand than they can store right now. Right, right, right. So, I, and uh, I, 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 I don't know. I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not asking the question properly. Why is that such a big deal? Why can't they just stop making oil until and sell just until what they have sold off what they have? Again, because they already have too much to be able to store. Well, don't you think they saw that coming? I mean, it, uh, they know how much storage no, they have. Because- no, because you forecast out what you think demand will be, mm-hmm. and it has fallen off such a fucking cliff, and you also have to take into account that it's not just the U.S. that's producing oil. Like, demand has fallen off a cliff, and they can't get rid of this shit. 
Right, right. I guess I guess there's probably intricacies to it that I uh, that I'm not comprehending because when you describe the situation to me, it's basically like okay, let's say you have a bathtub, um, and you're there's and not you, there's not an on off switch for this. That's okay. That's what I was trying to ask. Why you know how why it got to this point with because when when you could just stop producing oil. So obviously there's reasons you can't just stop to, uh, producing oil uh, that are a big deal. Right. Okay. Okay. That's that's that, that was my only question. That's that, that's why I, I, it was kind of confusing to me how they'd reach that point. Uh, and the answer is obviously because it probably costs a shitload of money to stop production and then start it back up and then stop it and start it. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. I understand now. Wow. This is so fucking crazy. <clears throat> so uh, I guess I guess the only reason there aren't uh, people. Uh, with like hundreds of thousands of barrels and their oil in their backyard now is just basically it's not how it works on an individual level. Right. You're not just going to take your pickup truck and go buy, you know, 30 barrels of oil. Right. What the fuck are you going to do with it? (laughs) Just show up at a refinery. Excuse me. Do you do small batches? Are you like a brewery? Can you help me out here? Honestly, that kind of sounds like something you would do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Who, me personally? (laughs) <laughs> yes or, you personally uh, no no I, I don't drink um but uh yeah it, it, it's crazy uh so i imagine there's some companies right now that are probably making just shitloads of money uh because they happen to be able to store oil well i mean i think the price corrected throughout the day some but yeah people would absolutely jump on that Hmm, interesting. I guess it's just a good thing that the the oil companies aren't like despicable scumbags that just dump oil into the environment, huh? Of course not. They would never do that. They would never do that. So, I <laughs> So, so where do you think they're dumping the oil, Ryan? <laughs> well, apparently down your toilet with the grease. <laughs> she swears that she only did that once or twice and it must have been body grease. Like, oh, that I don't know if that's worse or not. Jesus Christ. The wife is, by the way, I'm very upset. Um, she went to the foot doctor today, which amazed me. Apparently, she made a, a uh, appointment for the foot doctor like three months ago. And uh, because her foot started randomly hurting last Friday, she decided to uh, take the appointment when they called on it. First off, I was amazed that the foot doctor is still working. Like, apparently, your feet are considered essential. I guess that's fair. Um Two, I was kind of surprised that my wife uh, took the appointment, but I guess her foot must have been hurting pretty good. And three, I was amazed to, uh, when she came home uh, today, uh, about two hours after the appointment, and said, "Yeah, I just had surgery." I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah." It turns out I had a really bad ingrown toenail, so they, you know, they did minor surgery to take it out and stuff. I'm like, "Oh wow!" So I, I, I told her. She goes, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt now, but it's probably going to later." They gave me shots and stuff. Like, well, I guess it's good that you got it done now rather than before we went back to work. She goes, yeah, but I can't go in the hot tub for 10 days now. I'm like, oh, damn. See, I like the hot tub. She loves the hot tub. It's her thing. I wouldn't have put it back up if she wasn't so into it. Um, And she's already trying to throw out some ways, some ways she can get in a hot tub without putting the foot in there. I don't think it's going to work. It's not that it's not that type of hot tub. (laughs) You know, if if it was the type that had seats or like a raised inner part, you know, I could see her sitting on the seat and just propping one, uh, propping one of her legs on the edge or something. But uh, like you sit on the floor of this hot tub. So so basically she'd have to sit sprayed older like or 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 something like that. It just wouldn't work. She wouldn't be she'd have difficulty getting her foot out on the rim. 
That's that's thrilling. Yeah, isn't it though? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, how do you not notice that you have a, a severely ingrown toenail? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, well, she she's been ha- she's been having a, a a fungus issue for a while, so she, I don't know. Maybe she thought it was pain from that. It didn't even start hurting until last Friday. Uh, but here's a different thing: uh, she's been having a fungus issue for a while, and this is good. I thought this was funny, and she gave me permission to tell this story. So, um, and it had it hadn't been working. So when she went to this foot doctor, she mentioned that you know uh, she'd been using a cream for a while and it had been working. Uh, so he was like, okay, go home, uh, check and tell me what kind of cream it is, and then I'll call you in a prescription for something that's different than that. Because he said there's a whole bunch of different ones, but without knowing which type she was using, he couldn't tell, give her a different one, obviously. <clears throat> so she went home and uh, was uh, very surprised to find that she was not using the antifungal cream on her foot that for the last month or two, she'd been using the uh, vaginal cream on her foot that the other doctor had, uh, had prescribed her to her to uh, loosen her up downstairs after the surgery. Cause she was very tight there. <laughs> so I imagine her foot was good and loose, but it didn't help her fungal problems at all. So, so then she had to call up the uh, doctor and explain to her him that uh, I, it really maybe it didn't matter what kind he prescribed to her and why. So, <laughs> you are just a household full of winners, aren't you? <laughs> hey, anybody could have made that mistake, right? Cream's a cream. No, no, people don't make these mistakes. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe she did it on purpose. Maybe she didn't want to loosen it up downstairs. Although, no, that's not true at all. Trust me, she does. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's a, it, it's a, it's an issue. <laughs> Although, yeah, I feel bad for her. She she had surgery. Uh, what it was is um, she had a uh, uh, a hernia in 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 such an area, not but not like the type of hernia you normally get. It was a hernia in such an area that it was. Uh, yeah, you know, I think we're actually good on this. I think I'd rather just listen to some Superhuman. So here we go. This is Superhuman Two Show today. I'll be jumping onto toy cars and bricks. This is for juggalos and juggalettes. Do not try this at home, and I hope you like it. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Oh! 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 <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's you don't think it's going to sound that bad and then he hits it like you're like, "Oh, fuck me, dude." <laughs> I'm sorry, that was way more entertaining than your story. So I, I just had to go there. <laughs> Not everything can be entertaining. Some things have to be informative. No, there was nothing informative going on there. That was just something that we just had to get rid of. <laughs> so so back to the story that brought up the entire superhuman thing. When was the last time you went on a YouTube rabbit hole? Oh, um, it's been a while, man. You know, I... It depends what you you know what you consider a rabbit hole. Like uh, I have been watching uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged, and it's uh, the series. And it's no, popular. that's just nerd shit. Like I want like a good rabbit hole. Oh shit! Oh, here's a good one. You know what? Uh, it, I you don't call it a rabbit hole, but my friends have all kinds of weird, different tastes, right? And my friend popped uh, this one on his uh, Facebook. Uh, 
I, it's a it's a group of people that for fun uh, scuba dive into rivers and recover vehicles. That, like that's their thing. And like the and the video he posted was a spot that, that for, you know, over the last two days it already recovered eight vehicles, and it was just like a little boat launch going into a river uh, someplace in like what Seattle near Seattle Washington. Uh, it wasn't like a gigantic river or nothing. You know, it looked like it was maybe fifteen feet across, maybe twenty, and in most of the parts of it, it only looked like it was six to eight feet deep. But the, somehow they'd already managed to recover eight vehicles from like just around this boat launch. Uh, it was it was it was pretty interesting. Like the video was like 15 minutes. It showed them like diving down and well, pulling up the tow truck and you know hooking up the, like the different uh, ropes and pinions and and different things to the trees to uh, so they could pull it in certain directions and then up into the uh, bolt launch and onto the uh, tow truck. And I had no clue that watching people try to get cars out of the river would be interesting, but it really was. Well, I mean that's just the big boy version of your shitty little magnet fishing. Kind of. That's kind of what I was thinking. Because, uh, you know, w- when I saw the video posted, they were, the, the title was like, we recovered this Silverado from the river. And my first thought was, man, that must have been a big fucking magnet. But then obviously it you know, wasn't a magnet. It was scuba divers and a tow truck. But it was pretty neat. And, you know, uh, like uh, that, the Silverado that they pulled out, they said this was a first for them. Uh, apparently it was in one piece uh, on the river. But as they pulled it up, it kind of like... Uh, uh, pivoted in the middle so so like you know the back end was still the two wheels were on the ground but the entire front end had flipped over so so it had like an articulating middle so it was so rusted out and i and they showed like little clips of uh videos from a couple days ago that like they pulled out like a uh, rx7 uh, and a couple other cars. It's just crazy. You wouldn't, and it just looked like a little a little river. There's no way you would have guessed there's like eight to ten or twelve cars down there. Yeah, sounds like a place for insurance fraud. Yeah, you know what? That's that's what they're even saying. There's like, you know, is you know, accident or insurance fraud? Well, actually, what they said is, it, was it stolen or was it insurance fraud? Because obviously, if it was an accident, they'd hire a tow truck and get it out before it got too far down the river. So that yeah, that's what they figured. These are all probably either uh, people stealing it for joyrides and then running it down the boat or launch, or uh, insurance frauds running it down the boat launch. <clears throat> they're stolen that's just some piss poor criminals yeah well so yeah you know, like at least get there. something out of stealing a vehicle well i would assume for those they probably steal a lot of shit out a lot of parts out of it and maybe uh, they just you know bring it use a tow truck or something to dump it there i i'm not quite sure on why someone would uh, a criminal would do that other than you know just being malicious uh so i but who knows maybe there's reasons uh I guess, I mean, with any crime, if you can't find what the, the evidence, it's a lot harder to get caught. Oh, Holy either. shit, really? Yeah, you know what? If only we had some cops we could ask these kind of questions to. I think they're probably avoiding this show due to your mealy-mouthedness. Is it bad today? Because I feel like I'm doing okay. No, you're really not. You're, you're kind of just, uh, yeah, you're not doing so hot. I'm not doing so hot. I, I don't mean uh, saying the wrong word. I just mean my... Uh, um, enunciation in, in general well your enunciation generally sucks balls so and maybe you are right about normal normal level there okay well hey yeah yay i'm mediocre okay now that one was bad <laughs> oh jesus yeah 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 okay uh let's see uh well tell you what why don't i go to my new source 
uh, for everything, uh, which is the other ground, and we'll just pick something to talk about. Let me scroll back up through this thread that I was on. Oh, look at all these awesome-looking people. Of course, I'm on the other ground live thread. Uh, getting back to the top here, looking at all of the funny stuff. Man, Forrest has been doing a good job on those uh, episode recaps, hasn't he? He's great, and you're terrible at doing play-by-play. -play. I'm doing play-by-play. -by -play -by -play. Oh, they're talking about air fryers. You know, we never actually talked about that the other day when I wanted to talk about uh, stuff. Do you own an air fryer or like a convection oven or a deep fryer or an Instapot or anything like that? No, I have a slow cooker. I have a rice cooker. I have a Vitamix. And then I just have a stove. I have a microwave that I don't use. It's actually down in a cupboard. Like, I just don't use the microwave. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically, uh, you've, are, you've had your uh, meals uh, set up to, in such a way that you don't really need any of those accessory type things. Why would I need any of those things? Well, some of them, well, for example, uh, people, a lot of people tote the air fryers as being healthier. So, you know, because you can fry stuff without using uh oil or anything like that, making it a healthier food. That's why I thought you might be in some, something of that nature. Yeah, I'm sorry. Throwing three pounds of fucking pizza rolls in an air fryer doesn't make them healthy. I don't think that's what they're referring to. I think they're referring to things like chicken and things like that. Stuff that you wouldn't normally eat because frying it in oil makes it unhealthy, but that if you air fry it, you still get the effect of frying it in oil, but, it's, but it'd be the same healthiness as if you did not. So if you're eating chicken, why are you not just like grilling it? Are you a well, fucking Neanderthal? Well, some people like, some people like it fried, you know, that's just different taste things. Uh, cause I've had a lot of people tell me like grilled uh, chicken breast is a uh, pretty uh, bland, for example. So throw some barbecue sauce or something on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, which I agree with. Um, so do you have a grill, like an outdoor grill? Absolutely. Goddamn. Lutely. Well, there you go. So you do have a cooking accessory. <clears throat> it's not Although, my goddamn kitchen. We were talking about the fucking kitchen. Oh, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Um, goddamn. <laughs> so other than my pizza oven, the only thing I have is an uh, Instapot, uh, which is useful. Uh, I don't really use it that often, but if you want to make something, it does take a lot of time off stuff. Uh, like I've made uh, pulled pork by, uh, uh, you know, with, with buying pork shoulder and putting it in there. And it takes days off that shit, basically. I don't, it's been a while since I made one, so I can't give you like the different times and things like that, but you don't have to have like that shit sit for like, uh, forever. Like you normally do. And it's delicious. It was really good. Well, goddamn. That's fucking thrilling. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you know, so I, I, you know, I feel like I can't win today. If I, if I come well, up with topics, into this you some bitch completely unprepared. Well, I had goddamn, unable I to had speak coherently. I had Blaming shit. a fucking app fault. on a goddamn phone. Well, and dude, the only thing you can come up with is, hey, kitchens, right? What about air fryers? <laughs> well, God goddamn. damn. That's what we all do. That's what the show is. Just talking about stupid shit, man. It's not my fault you don't like my stupid shit. Some people like my stupid shit. I think you need How to How does it oil up. go negative? Like, what? what's the deal? Can't you I just turn it off? I, I I think you need to fucking smoke something, sir. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm actually I'm perfectly good. I'm just no, you know, no, I don't know. I don't think you, I don't think you are. Um, you're like a nine, and I need you like a four. Okay. Oh no, me at a nine, like you'd probably be crying to your wife right now. No, this is my nine, not your nine. Oh, you're you're currently so you're at my nine. I I, I need you at my four. Okay. 
so you're still completely passive and just roll over at nine. That's that's a problem. <laughs> it's funny. I uh, briefly lived with my um, dad, and my stepmom. This is after I got kicked out of my house. Uh, but, for shitting uh, yourself. For shitting myself, yeah. And but but also after I lived in my car for quite a while. I want to say like six or eight months. Um, it's actually how I met my dad again. Uh, my, uh, I was bouncing from place to place. I didn't have any place to live. And, uh, my aunt had recently run into my dad. I hadn't seen my dad in 20, 25 years or something. Well, I always think, let's see, 10, 15, actually no 20, I'm saying about 12 years. I hadn't seen him since I was 10 and I think I was 20 or no, goddamn, I'm getting all my math messed up. But regardless, uh, I, for a while I lived with my dad. The, the details are, are kind of fuzzy. Uh, and me and my stepmom did not get along. Uh, we didn't argue or fight with each other, but she thought my mom had not raised me right. She thought my mom had not taught me the skills that I needed to live. Um, so she decided to take it upon herself to do so. Um, my stepmom was a wonderful person, but she was also uh, working uh, literally at, uh, when she was 14 in a coal mine. <laughs> I don't ask me the circumstances. I don't know how it worked out like that. Um, so she was very much a hard worker. Uh, so she'd give me different tasks to do, and I tried my best, um, but I wasn't very good at stuff because I never did anything. Uh, so, and, and she told me later on that she would one of the things that she would do is intentionally try to pick fights with me, like to try to get me mad. Um, and she said, one of the things that irked her the most that drove her up a wall is that I didn't get mad. Oh, what I would do is just sit there. I listen to what she said. Uh, and then I would say, okay, uh, I'm going to go for a walk and I go for a walk is what she would get me really mad, but fucking, you know, I don't confront people about shit. So I just go for a walk and walk it off. And she said, she, she, she said, she, it amazed her that no matter what she did, she couldn't provoke me. Um, so, so uh, I guess you, I guess what you, your thoughts don't really surprise me considering that. So basically in the whole like fight or flight thing, you are a hardcore run and hide and pee yourself. Um, only when I'm drinking, normally I don't pee myself. But the running and hiding, that's just a normal thing. <laughs> no, no, not normally. Strangely enough, if you if you confront me, I have a hard time not running and hiding. Arguing with me is, you know, with someone or, or, or having like an authority figure or someone that I like and respect, you know, do stuff. It's different situations because I found that like if you confront me in a parking lot or something like that, I don't back down even when I should. And I've almost got my ass kicked a couple times looking back on it, you know, cuz I'm not a fighter. <laughs> but it, I I guess if you put me in a certain situation and provoke me in the right way, I will stand up for myself even when I probably shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know about that. I have a feeling if uh, I just showed up to Michigan and started yelling at you and trying to big brother you, you'd probably start to cry. No, well, let me give you an example. And this is, this is, I posted this on the OG years ago. Um, <clears throat> one day I was on my way home and I was stopping at a, uh, little Caesars to pick a pizza. And it was that one of those little strip malls. And the way this strip malls parking lot was set up was with diagonal parking spots with one way lanes. I'm sure you've seen that before. Like you go up this lane you go down that lane, you go up this lane, you go down that lane. They all have arrows, uh, marked on it, all, all spots to show Hold you. On, which you way need to pause, just pause for one second here. 
Okay. Just need to address the chat. Hey, James, I'm going to fuck you till you love me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so you've seen that before. So, you know, it's pretty obvious which way it goes because all the cars are parked that way, right? I mean, you've seen that, Ryan. You are familiar with what I'm talking about, right? No, never seen it. You've, really? They, they don't I'm have fucking that. with you. God okay. damn. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. We got tenor on. What up, boss? You want God damn, tenor God damn. God damn, God damn. <laughs> how, bad is, how, how bad is my connection? That's no, not too bad. Not too bad. It was uh, it was a little risky at first, but now you sound just fine. Should I continue my story, or is this that, or is it not that interesting? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh, we were talking about how I almost got into a confrontation before. Uh, Dalton over there thinks I'm very passive. I can't imagine why. Um, it's your fucking name, you dummy. Duh. <laughs> but uh, I've, and I've told him for the most part that is true. But uh, if I'm provoked, sometimes I do uh, stand up for myself, even when I probably should. Shit. And I'm, was, was gonna, I was going to give an example. <laughs> In my back? Because okay. I keep cutting out. No, I can hear you, sir. You're fine. Uh and now you're gone. <laughs> and now you're gone. <laughs> wow. That was. So anyways, uh, so I was pulling into the parking lot, uh, getting ready to park, and someone pulled in the wrong way in the lane um, So and, and came straight toward me. And there's not there's there's a little room to get around, but it's really really close. So I started to pull off to the right, you know, and he just comes straight. And so eventually I just stop and I put my hands up. You've, you've seen the classic before. You put your hands up like, now what? I'm, I'm sure you're uh, familiar with the fray, uh, gesture. Um, so eventually, he squeezes over, and, it, and as he's and as he's rolling by, he's gesturing and rolling down his window. I was like, oh, he, he wanted to apologize for coming the wrong way. You know, not a big deal. So I roll down the window, and he starts talking shit to me about, you know, hey man, you're raising your hands up, looking, you know, da, 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 you know, fucking. I was like, what? You're coming the wrong way, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, it's, you know." He goes, "Fucking, you want to confront somebody about, about fucking something?" That I'm, I was like, "Dude, you come the wrong fucking way!" And, and it, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. And he starts saying shit about, "Yeah, well," he said, "Well, you wouldn't say that shit, you know, I, you know, if you weren't in your car." And something I don't know what, you know, I guess I was so offended well, that he was so obviously in the wrong and that he was coming at me that I fucking snapped. I was like, "Oh, fucking really?" Threw my car in the park right there, got out of the car. <laughs> Uh, and he got out of the car. Um, I was substantially taller than this gentleman, but he was probably 20 years younger than me. <laughs> Jay, Jay, yeah. you're taller than 90% of the fucking population, so that shouldn't be a surprise to you. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, and I, I don't know, I guess it's probably a good thing that it was the winter, because I was wearing a jacket, you know, and it probably wasn't apparent how tall, how skinny and, and fucking weak looking I am. Um but he still so he how, still how, started how talking trash to me. You say you know? this person was? How much younger did about, you say probably, this person was? He looked like he was about twenty. Uh, about twenty years, probably, at least. Yeah, like, so he looked like he was somewhere between twenty and twenty-five. And this happened when I was about uh, forty or forty-two or something like that. Probably about forty, I think. This was about five, six years ago. I'm I'm waiting for the good part of the story where you fucking snap him down into a front headlock and then guillotine the fuck out of him. And we getting well, to that no, part? No. No, it, no, but it was. It, it actually worked out better than, than I had any right to, because he starts talking trash to me, you know, and he goes, "Oh, you want to fucking start something?" I'm like, "Dude, no, you're not fucking worth it, dude." You know, that, 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 you know, you know. And he, oh, he goes, "Oh, you fucking scared." Oh, I said, "You you're scared, motherfucker." So I walked right up onto him and leaned over him like until I and got like three or four inches from his face and said, "Do I look like I'm fucking scared, motherfucker?" <laughs> 
and yeah, and then yeah, and oh, he backed shit. up and started started talking some more shit and i was like whatever fucking dude and i turned around and got my pizza and you know he got in his car and drove off so so that was uh, but in retrospect the guy probably could have kicked my ass you mf'd him and everything huh nice yeah, uh, yeah that's i mean like i said uh, and it, 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 that, that sort of thing has happened two or three times over my life, entire life but all two or three times have been in the last 10 years which makes me worry about my uh uh, emotional control sometimes, <laughs> you know, and all, and all three times, realistically speaking, I probably could have got my ass kicked if it, things would have went differently. So in this Tell conversation, us. how many hard R's did you use? Uh, how did you know it was a black dude? <laughs> it was, he used all the hard R's. None, none. I pride myself on that's it. It shouldn't be about race. You know, he was being an asshole. It doesn't matter what color he was. So, so tell us a story where you fucking smack somebody or you actually rough somebody up. I haven't been into a physical fight that where I that I threw successfully threw a punch uh, since I was like you know a kid. The the only time I was ever in a in a fight, uh, I didn't even throw a punch, and I don't didn't even see the other guy throw a punch. He just picked me up, turned me around at a bar, and hit me in the face. I woke up later on with him being <laughs> led away by the cops. <laughs> <laughs> see, oh, that's fuck. a that's a good that's a good fucking story. Okay, Dalton, it's your turn. Besides besides beating up strippers with a high heel, tell me about the time you fuck somebody up. Uh, so let's see. Let's go the first time I punched anybody. I uh, ended up actually being a good friend after that. But obviously, being in Iowa, there's nothing really much else to do besides get drunk and get in fights. Uh, so this kid was just this lippy little fucker. And we were out some Saturday night, and he shows up to where the rest of us were. And he decided he was going to be lippy again. So I just kind of got up in his face. And I told him, like, I'm going to let you hit me right now, and then I'm going to knock you out. And everybody just starts egging him on and getting him going. So he throws just the weakest kind of overhand right I've ever seen. Hit me right on, like, the top of the head. So I'm pretty sure he fucked up his hand. And I just, just punched him once, square in the nose. And he has this kind of delay fall. Like, have you ever seen that one where they kind of take one step and then kind of crumble? Oh, that's the, the so, Ric Flair where he kind of takes two steps and then the feet go up in the air and he goes face down. Yeah, instead of face down, he just kind of crumpled. So we gave him a couple beers to hold on his face. And at least, if nothing else, from that point on, he was no longer the lippy little fucker because I think he finally realized that, like, consequences are a thing. Ended up being a good dude. Nice, nice. So I'll, I'll tell you about the first time I fought a grown-ass man. Um, I was 19 years old, and I had been to college, and I, you know, fought every fucking weekend in college because that's what you did i was a, went to school up on the canadian border and as you know people up on the canadian border like grad you know they're fucking drunks and they're idiots you know so anyway so, so, <laughs> grad calling in five four three no uh, so 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 anyways a bunch of my buddies and i college buddies we we end up for some reason we decide to leave our college and go to oswego which is another college town in upstate new york we didn't know anybody there we were just fuck it let's go on a road trip so for some reason we bar hopped all the way there every little fucking dive that we saw we went into so we went into some little fucking dive called the scriba town inn and that was in scriba new york which is right outside of oswego so we go in there and there's a lot of us. There's like fucking 10 of us in there. And of course we're young, dumb fucking college kids, assholes, you know, thought we were tough guys. So we're being assholes. We're taking over this little towny bar and we're being a bunch of fucking dickheads. It's all our fault. 
So we're playing, we're playing darts, and my and my buddy Cliffy, you know how like when you're playing darts, there's like a little ledge right next to the where you where the throwing line is, where you set your beer and mm-hmm. you and you fucking throw your darts. Well, he was bombed out of his fucking gourd, so he kept knocking his beer off of that, spilling it on the floor, breaking. He broke like five fucking beer bottles. So finally, and he he didn't do it on purpose. He was just drunk and you know not doing what he should be doing. Um, so the bartender after the last bottle, he goes, "Listen, fucker, you break another goddamn uh, beer bottle, you're fucking out of here." Well, this asshole Cliff looks directly at the bartender, picks up the bottle of beer that he has, the new bottle of beer in front of him, and proceeds to just drop it as he's looking at the bartender on purpose. So next thing you know, they're they're fucking all the townies now. These they're sick of these fucking college kids. They're like, you guys get the fuck out of here. We're like, okay, we'll get the fuck out of here. So what we do is we all go outside and we start talking shit to them. As they're coming out of the doorway, that fatal funnel, you know what I mean? They come out the door and we were just picking these fucking people off, picking them off. They come out the doorway, one of us would grab them, start fucking scrapping them up a little bit. Well, I'm just standing there. I hadn't hit anybody. I'm just standing there because I didn't feel the need I had to hit anybody because we're fucking just smoking these guys. And this fucking bouncer or this biker, I shit you not, if you any any movie you've seen other than Police Academy... He looks like a fucking biker. This guy had the leather, you know, not chaps, but he had like the cut and he was a big fat guy, but a big fucking burly grizzly looking dude with a big beard. And this is going to sound like a line out of a movie, but I shit you not. I'm standing there. I'm a 19 year old kid. And this fucker looks at me and he goes, I want you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was scared. (laughs) Here we're we're talking fight or flight. What am I going to do? Am I going to fucking run? So he goes, I want you. And as he's saying you, I'm seeing it in slow motion. I'm like, I'm going to get fucked up if I don't smoke this dude. So I fucking crow hop him. Like I'm throwing a ball from center field to the fucking uh, the, the home plate. I crow losing you. No, it's the best part of the story, too. Oh, God, it's horrible. No, no. Start again. You crow hopped him and then what? Are you still losing? No, nope, you're back. You're back. Yay. Okay, so you throw hopped at him like you were like okay. you were throwing towards center field. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he goes. He doesn't go down, but he puts his head down and covers his face. And as he covers his face, I throw a fucking my my best Mike Tyson like uppercut from the ankle, and I hit him. And I didn't know that I had injured myself at this point because I'm drunk and full of adrenaline. So. I start walking, you know, you hear the cops coming, the fucking sirens are blaring, so all my buddies run. Well, I'm like, I thought I was being smart. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking run. They're going to shoot people. I don't have anything to do with this. So my buddies run, and and the cops, the, the sirens are still in the distance, but they get me. My buddies are gone, so now I thought I was being the cool guy. They get me, and they corner me. There was like five of them, and I'm in a circle of like bullies from second grade where one would hit me and throw me to somebody else and hit me. So these guys are just fucking teeing off on me. And uh, finally the cop gets there, he breaks it up, and of course, who's he put in cuffs because I don't belong there? He puts me in fucking cuffs. So I'm in the back. Are you guys still there? Oh, yeah. Yep. Go for it, boss. All right. So so I'm in the back of this car, and I feel this stickiness. In, in, on my hands. I'm cuffed behind my back. I feel this fucking stickiness and this hot liquid. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh shit, I'm cut. So he's doing his report um, and he goes, uh, 
I go, sir, uh, you might have to uncuff me and check out my hand. I'm bleeding all over the back of your cruiser here. He's like, what? Whatever. I'm like, no, sir. I, I think it's pretty bad. He gets out. He uncuffs me. He looks at my hand. I hadn't even looked at it yet. He goes, ah, fuck. He goes, you know, dispatch, can you send another ambulance to the scribe of town? And I got a male with a large laceration in his, in his knuckle. So apparently what I didn't know what happened when I, when I uppercutted this dude from the ankle, I hit him so hard. I hit him in the fucking tooth and his tooth went through my knuckle, through the joint capsule and severed my fucking tendon of my index finger. Ow. Yeah. So I go to the hospital. They, they don't have a, a orthopedic surgeon on call. They don't have an orthopedic surgeon on call that can that can fix the tendon. So I take a fucking ambulance ride from Oswego all the way to Syracuse, which is pretty fucking far. And I get there and they they stitch me up. My mom shows up. She's like, okay, after surgery, you want to come home, honey? I'm like, fuck no, I got a great story to tell the boys back at school. She fucking, she's so pissed. She puts me on a fucking bus after surgery. And a bus from Syracuse to Canton, it's it's generally like a three-hour fucking car ride. A bus ride, it was like six hours, and I'm hungover, just fresh out of surgery. Oh, it was a fucking mess. But that's that's my story about being scared the first time, other than fighting my stepfather, the first time I fought a grown-ass man, and I was fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. see, I've never been in a situation like that. The very few times where I was in a physical confrontation, I was angry. Um, that's why I was in those confrontations. Uh, when I'm scared, I run the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It that was a dodgy situation, dude. That dude scared the fuck out of me. Oh, it would be scary. I can. I can only imagine. Bikers are like you know. Uh, while it's a, they're a stereotype and you know, a cliche. Generally speaking, you probably don't want to fuck with them. At least the real ones. Yeah, I, I dollars to no donuts. I'd say he was a real one. But, you know, maybe he was playing the part, but that was back before uh, Jax Teller and all that fucking Sons of Anarchy shit was out. So we're talking 1996, maybe. So, right. yeah. Well, well, generally speaking, if someone looks at you and goes, I want you, he's probably not fucking bluffing. <laughs> or he's no. just really drunk. Yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. And that's when I just said, well, here, what am I going to do? That's when I crow hopped him and I hit him as hard as I could. And he never even fucking went down. Even when even when I saw the first punch the cop told me, the first punch that I hit him with, I shattered his nose. He was he was in the other ambulance because there was two. There was already an ambulance dispatch before I even knew that my hand was cut. So he was in the other ambulance because I fucking broke his nose all over his face. But then I hit him in, in, in the tooth and that's what fucked my hand up. Uh, well, strangely enough, I've also uh, had uh, tendons in my hand cut before um, for different reasons. <laughs> I was stabbed in my 10th grade photography class by uh, by a fellow classmate. Well, you never told that story. You mentioned it before, but you never told this story, have you? No, I don't think I have. Oh, yeah. I was, well, let's go. Yeah, well, it was my 10th grade photography class. Um, and I was stabbed with an X-Acto knife, you know, the type that you'd use to cut the edges on photography and things like that, because uh, a big part of the photography class was actually developing photos in, in like, you know, uh, a photo room, developing room and all that good stuff. So you had tools like that. Um, <clears throat> the way the altercation happened, it wasn't an altercation. It, to this day, I don't really understand why, why this happened. Um, I had my wallet out for some reason, and at one point, uh, I dropped a dollar. Which is, I think, you know, I only had like probably three or four dollars in my wallet. So uh, I reached down to grab my wallet and I felt something hit my hand. 
Um, so I, I, I pulled my hand back, looked over, and my hand is gushing fucking blood. Um, after the fact, I was informed that uh, this gentleman uh, had seen me reaching for the uh, the dollar, and his claim was that he, tr- he was trying to scare me into pulling my hand back so he could grab the dollar, so he poked at my hand with the X-Acto knife. Um, I, at the time I had no clue. Uh, he was a heavy metal, metal gentleman. And at the time, uh, skull rings of spikes on him were very popular. They weren't really allowed in school, but the kids would wear them when they could get away with it. He was wearing those. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought he'd hit me with that accidentally, uh, which is a lot of the reason why the, this kid never got in any trouble for this because, you know, uh, I had no clue what was going on. So when they asked me, I told him, like, I don't know. <laughs> I said, yeah, I think maybe you had, maybe he hit me with his ring or something. I had, at no point until I, it wasn't until weeks later that I found out that it was at least semi-intentional. But anyway, so he stabbed me. Uh, I looked down. I was bleeding like a motherfucker. So I went up to the uh, teacher. I was like, uh, hey, Mrs. Miller, um, I think I needed to go to the office. <laughs> She looks. She looks over. She goes, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Later on, she told me. She goes, "By the way, next time you're you're bleeding profusely, you don't have to ask permission to go to the office. You can just go." <laughs> so I went to the office. Uh, they they called my mom. My my mom took me to the emergency room, and they stitched me up. It was twenty something stitches. Uh, the outside was only seven stitches, but they also needed a whole bunch of stitches on the inside because I cut one uh, tendon completely and uh, like uh, my pinky finger, I think it was, and uh, cut the ring finger like uh, almost completely. Uh, so, <clears throat> so uh, actually, I had a question for you. How's your hand? Because I've noticed that those two fingers never seem as strong as the rest of the hand. Um, if if I lay all my 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 fingers flat on the desk, palm down. And you know how you can lift each individual finger up a little bit off the off the off a flat surface. I can't. That pointer finger does not come up. Mm, but do you still have you? Do you still feel like you still have the amount of, same amount of strength in it as before? Um, if I'm making a fist or I'm clenching something or holding something, yes. But it's the upward movement that I have. No, like no. If I if I'm trying to move that finger up, there's absolutely zero strength. Mm, yeah, Which, see, that's I've- that's. That's like an extend, like an extensor uh, type of motion, which you don't really use that much anyway. So it didn't, right, it doesn't right. really hinder me. Right, right. For for years, well, those two fingers were a lot weaker than the rest of the hand. Over the years, it's gotten better. I could I could tell that they're not as strong as the other two fingers, but it's 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 improved more than I thought it was. For the longest time, I didn't figure I'd be able to like play like a guitar or a bass or anything like that because you need you have to have the the, uh, the ring finger and uh, having a pinky finger is. Pr- fairly required although some people get by without it uh so it uh, i think that's part of the reason why i, I managed to develop some strength in it was uh, practicing that all over and over again but yeah so that's how the, about the that's how right, i got yeah. stabbed in my 10th grade photography class i tell people it was a rough school but not really it was just an asshole kid <laughs> <laughs> well hey uh i guess uh i carried the last part of the show once again jay for you yes you did but we're gonna have to take another caller we, got, oh, we have a random caller. We, we always love random callers, so stick around for a second. Uh, All right. Welcome, Yo-Yo. How are you guys doing today? We are excellent. What can we do for you, sir? Thank you for calling to the Other Ground Live. Um, I just kind of want to know what your show is about, you know, what what you're producing. Okay, well, that's easy enough. Uh, well, actually hard, but we'll try to explain. Uh, we are the Other Ground Live. We are a live podcast that originally uh, sprung forth from the off-topic uh, forum of a mixed martial arts website, uh, where we orig- which was called mixedmartialarts.com. Uh, they originally had a 
forum for people to talk about mixed martial arts called the underground that required an off topic forum because people want to talk about things besides mixed martial arts. That's called the other ground. We're from there. So most of the people listening in our chat box are members of that forum. And we talk about everything. It's think of it like a morning talk show radio, but with uh, less white snake. Nice. You know, it's funny you say that because I actually have a yellow belt in Taekwondo. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'll fit right in. Jay has a yellow streak right down his spine. Hey, come on. <laughs> that's just mean. No, hey, I said that jokingly, so that's fine. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, I, I will defend myself if if confronted, or and you don't give me any other choice, and people are watching. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot a lot of people in our uh, forum and actually on the show have a, some fairly extensive uh, martial arts experience. Uh, Big Dalton over there uh, used to beat people up for a living and for fun, apparently. Um, Tanner, you did some fights too, didn't you? I think I remember you talking about that. No, I, I competed in uh, jujitsu and submission oh, wrestling, yeah. but I never, I never fought. Although, if you if you if you talk to a, a real Brazilian from Brazil, they'll tell you they'll tell you that a jujitsu match is a fight, which I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. I knew you did some competition, okay. and uh, and I know Dalton did uh, um, at least the amateur fighting in, in addition to uh, his uh, different martial arts experience as well. Yeah, so I did around like 20-ish amateur fights. At the time, there wasn't a lot of pro out there. Had one pro fight, got the shit kicked out of me, and uh, I think it was like 48 seconds. That was great. Yeah, I used to be really, really good at UFC 1 on PS4. Shut up, Jay. We're talking real fighting. Well, so, I, I, it translates, dude. You know how much UFC I've watched over the year, years? I figure I at least have a blue belt by osmosis. Can you tell me, this, this actually... Um... This actually fits into what we're talking about. You know your friend, the fighter, the female that was on the podcast last week or the week before? Yeah, Serena. Uh-huh. What's Serena, her last name again? Serena De Jesus. Ah, you fucker, you learned it. Yay! Yeah, well, she'd probably <laughs> kick my ass next time I see her if I didn't. That's embarrassing. You know, uh, it's, it's funny because Roxanne was the one whose uh, last name I practiced all the time because she's got a hard name, you know, Matafari. Uh, and it gets mispronounced all the time. Um, it, it wasn't Serena's name that, you know, because I, cause I hear, because I've heard the name to Jesus before. So I, you know, or uh, at least I thought I had. I didn't realize it was someone else mispronouncing it. Yeah, that one doesn't work phonetically. <laughs> oh, geez. If you had looked at the chat at all when you, when you were we plugging the fact, am I gone? No, you're here. All right. No, so you're here. If you would, if you had looked at right now, but... if you had looked at the chat at all when when you were plugging the fact that uh, Miss DeJesus was going to be on there, you would have seen us spelling it out for you. Da hey Zeus. <laughs> well, come on, you guys know I can barely read, much less try to read the chat box while it's going on. We really need to hire somebody just to read that shit because I'm too slow to read it, and Ryan doesn't care enough to read it. So, hey, uh, I, I give you... some callbacks to the chat here and there. <laughs> well, you profess that it's not your thing, though. <laughs> so, well, no, yeah, I because try, I'm not going to do all of the effort here with your minimal effort, ass. Hey, I try. I, you know, I put at least 15 minutes into work today. Uh, How I, many honestly, goddamn days straight have you went? Oh, I have all these topics. Oh, my notes are gone. Well, like twice, but that's not my you're fault. The, you're that's, the kid that cried wolf at this point. 
Well, you you know, you have to remember my cell phone did cost eighty dollars. I'm surprised I can get it to turn on. Um, maybe I should be relying <laughs> on something else for my notepad. You know, like maybe actual open up the notepad paper. on your computer. Like I don't fucking know. Hey, here's a novel idea. How about a piece of paper and a fucking pen or yeah. a crayon or whatever yeah. it is you fucking write with? God, I have no crayons. He'll eat them. <laughs> oh, stop! That's the paste he was eating. No, I guarantee Passive J ate the burnt orange every time. Mm. (laughs) No, I used to like eating the flesh-colored ones and pretending I'm a cannibal. Well, that's strange. No, that's that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. we might might want to just end it on that one. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Fuck you guys. I think I'm done today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for calling. Listen, appreciate it. I'm out of here, y'all. I gave you a follow. So. Next time you're on, man, I'm I'm I'll be glad to listen in, man. Like we always appreciate. It. Thank you, I appreciate a new fan. Uh, thanks for calling, boss. You have yourself a great night. You too, man. Be All smooth. Right. Bye bye. Hey, new people. Well, Ryan, did you enjoy the show today? Fuck you, Jay. I didn't think so. <laughs> Remember, you can catch us every day at uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army, as always, for showing up and making the show. Ryan, you got anything before you go? Yeah, moral to the story, you should not be smoking either directly in front or during the podcast. Because you go from like a like a 3.5-ish intellectual level to somewhere you know where the oil prices went today. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> You guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Goddamn, goddamn.